הר אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים של דברינו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכלי עפר קדוש אשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחה נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן נמצא גנה נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זה חוצם תגן עלינו וכל יצחן אמן. אוקיי. We start with Torah Kuf Hei. We're going to finish it בעזרת השם today. Start with the verse from שירת הים. עוזי וזמרתה ויהילי לישוע. אז בואו נשמות דרך קצת זבב. עוזי וזמרתיה, my might and the song of God, ויהילי לישוע, it has brought me salvation, or deliverance. So Rabbanu is going to put that aside, and hop into the lesson. הנה העולם צריכים רחמים גדולים. Behold, the world is needing of great mercy. הן ברוחניות, הן בגשמי, whether it's physical or spiritual. וכל אחד מבקש רחמים, and each and every person is seeking out this mercy. ואין לו יודע היכן הוא, and he does not know. But he does not know where to find it, where it is. Yet the Rachamim, Rabbeinu tells us, is in front of everyone's eyes. It's not far, it's not in the heavens. It's right next to you. There is Rachamim, and there is Rachamim. What did this mean? There's the simple Rachamim, which belongs to Ze'er Anpin, this Partzuf, which is responsible for the Mishpat. This is God's facet in which He derives, in which He guides the world with Mishpat. So Chesed Gvura, Chesed with kindness, with judgment, with Tif Eret, with Netzachot Yesod, this is Ze'er Anpin. But there's the great mercy, not a simple mercy, but the great mercy, which belongs to Atika Stima'a, the hidden ancient one. This is the higher partuf, a very lofty partuf. As it says in Yeshayah, And with great mercy, I'll gather you in. This is a reference to the mercy, which is present within Atika Stima, the hidden ancient one. This vision, or this, sorry, this facet of Hashem, as if we can say. And we need mercy. It's just because of our many sins. There's no one who can pray in this manner to draw this mercy down. That he's able to draw this mercy. Because there's no one who recognizes the greatness of Hashem so much. Because of the great duress of this exile. And Hashem Yidbarach, God Himself needs to pray for this, to bring down mercy. From where do we know that God prays? I'll make them joyful in the house of my prayer. Which means what? That God prays too. It's His house of prayer. Which means that He prays as well. It doesn't say, and I'll make them joyful in the house of their prayer. Rather it says my prayer. This is what the Gemara brings down to teach us that Hashem prays. From here we learn that Hashem prays. What does God pray? May it be that my mercy overcome my anger, etc. And by what means can we make Hashem pray for what we just said? Meaning, how do we bring up, how do we, we bring God to pray that His mercy should overcome His anger? How do we make God and force God to do this? Through Torah. 
כי בכל אדם יש בו חלק מכלליות כל העולמות הצרופים. Because within every person there's a part of the totality of the, lem- the letters uh, permuted therein in the world, or all the world. Um, meaning what? That within every person there's a part of the, all the combinations of all the letters within all the worlds. Meaning he encompasses a part of everything. And the more he attaches himself, it's there where he attaches himself and his portion um, and all the letters. Because within him he has all the letters which are combined within all the worlds. Within each and every person you have this. So whenever you attach yourself, uh, the more you attach yourself, the more you bind yourself to all the letters. And all the letters are bound. But when a person goes after the illusions of his heart and his desires, instead of binding all the letters and all that which is his essence to God, what he does is he binds all his portion and all the letters and combinations that we mentioned to the evil side. God forbid, and all the letters and combinations become confused. And also the intellect, the awareness, the knowledge of God becomes confused. This becomes the exile of the Divine Presence. And anyone who does not have that, which we just explained, comes when a person goes after his ta'avot, his desires, his illusion. Because he's binding all the portions in which he has, and encompassing within him a part of all the world and all the letters which are present in all the world. Instead of binding it to holiness and to Hashem, he binds it to the evil side. So any and what happens? He loses his dat. Dat is confused. So anyone who doesn't have dat and bomidat hakachamanut, he doesn't have the trait of mercy, compassion. It says that anger resides in the bosom of the fools. Meaning, anger is the opposite of mercy. As we saw earlier, that Hashem prays that His mercy should overcome His anger. And where does anger anger reside? Within fools, meaning a person who has no doubt. This is why the Chachamim say in the Gemara that anyone who does not have that, you cannot bring mercy upon this person. You cannot have mercy on a person who has no intellect. Because this man has no trait of mercy. So even the mercy they are going to give him is cruel. Because he does not understand it. But when a person does teshuvah, when a person returns to Hashem, then all the, a part of the totality of all the letters present within all the world returns back to its place. Then that is complete and Rachmanut is aroused. God's mercy and compassion is aroused. Hashem, um, your God will return your captivity. Rabbeinu tells, tells us to look at the Unkelus over there. Look at the Aramaic translation of this. Meaning, what does it mean that he, Hashem will return uh, your captivity? Meaning, He's going to return that which was once in captivity. Meaning, the portion of the, the totality, a portion of the... The, the generality of all the worlds that, were, that was once cap- captive, meaning all the letters that you once attached to impurity, will now be returned back to holiness. And then what does it say in the verse? 
Once he returns your captivity, he shall have mercy on you. Meaning what? Once he returned that piece of um, which was a part of you from the side of impurity back to purity, then you are given that. And once you have that, now you can have mercy be given and bestowed upon you. For now, that has been complete. In the Gemara Megillah, upon the verse, nor has he gone into exile. On that verse that is brought down in Yirmiya and the Prophet, that anything that is in its place, it its dat is complete. Whenever something is in its proper place, the dat is there. That is present. It's complete. And what does it mean? Whenever something is in its place, it's teshuva to return something back to its place. And the essence of teshuva, Rabbeinu tells us, is dependent upon Torah. And we go full circle as we saw earlier. That through Torah, we can bring Hashem to pray that His mercy should overcome His anger. Rabbanu tells us within every single holy thing, there's three things. Three stages. The first one is pregnancy, Ibur. The second one is the nursing. And Mochin is the third one, the maturity, the mentalities. These are the three stages. Anything as long as it's still in the potential phase, it's what we call pregnancy. Ibur. For it's hidden. Pregnancy means the fetus is hidden. And when something comes from potential to actual, it's actualized, it's brought into reality. This is what we call the birthing, the yenika, the nursing. And when the thing, which we're talking about, which progressed from um, pregnancy to nursing, then progresses to produce the required action, to do that which is necessary to do. Then it's what we call mochin, mentalities, intellect. Rabbeinu tells us when we study Torah, these three things must occur as well. Because when a person sits down and studies and puts his mind and his heart within the Torah, he conceals himself within the Torah that he's studying. So this concealment within the Torah that you're entering right now, when you put your thought, your heart, everything into it, this is what we call Ibur, pregnancy. For he is like completely concealing himself like a fetus within the womb of his mother. But when a person not only studies the Torah, but he understands it, it's what we call birthing and um, nursing. Her breasts will satisfy, satisfy you at all times. Meaning the, the nursing which comes through the, the breast milk, etc. This is what's going to satisfy you. The idea whenever you understand the Torah, this is what we call the satisfaction. The nursing. And this is a reference to the Torah. Her breast will satisfy you. This idea of when a person understands the Torah. And afterwards, afterwards, when a person understands something within another thing and he begins to, to make novelties within that thing which he's studying. This is what we call mentalities. She brings her food from afar. As it's brought down. She brings her food from afar. Why is it called this? 
she brings her food from afar for the Torah, is called poor, in her place, but it's rich in another place, which means what? Meaning that you need to bring proof from another place. And therefore, this is what we call wisdom. She brings her food from afar. Meaning sometimes you need to bring that proof from very far place in the Torah. This is why it's called Chochma, the Torah. And it says, The same idea with The same play on the words here. I thought I'd be wise, but it's very far from me, this wisdom. Just like she brings her food from afar, meaning the Torah is far, wisdom is far, it's the same idea, Torah is wisdom. Meaning when you understand something within another thing, you begin to bring novelties within the Torah that you're studying. It's what we call mochin, mentality is meaning wisdom. When you study in this manner, this is what we call complete teshuva. And he binds the letters, the combinations within his portion of the general encompassment of all the worlds back to his root and back to his proper place. All those letters which you once drew into impurity because of your desires, now are brought back to holiness through this um, uh, entering into the Torah. When you study the Torah in this manner, progressing from this stage of Ibu, pregnancy, to nursing into mentality when you begin to truly understand it, to delve into the Torah and making novelties into it. You become a completely new person. For this is what Teshuvah does, Rabbeinu tells you. Teshuvah makes you completely Beriyah a new person. And then Da'at is complete. And now once Da'at is complete, now you awaken mercy, compassion. So Rabbeinu goes from stage to stage telling us how to bring down this mercy. Consider by way of explanation. When there's two masters of compassion and mercy, the first can only show mercy in a limited manner. And the second person, whenever he has compassion, his mercy affects a complete deliverance. Therefore, Therefore, one who needs Rachamin, why use the first Rachamanut, the Rachamanut of the first person that we mentioned, when it's limited? That you should only have a partial salvation. Because we saw with the first person, you can only show mercy in a limited manner. The second one, better that the second, the first Rachamim, the first master of mercy, of compassion, should pray to the second master, so that through the first one's mercy, he achieves a complete deliverance. Meaning, so that through the first Rachamim, through the first, uh, the of the first person, that there's a complete deliverance. We're going to see here what we saw earlier with this most awesome connection between these two facets of Hashem and how Hashem prays. Look at this. The same works with Hashem Midbar's simple mercy. What do we say simple mercy? The simple mercy prays to himself. Hashem prays to himself that he should have Rachamim on Israel with great mercy. When one learns Torah, like we mentioned above, this compassion is awakened. Which is what compassion? This intellect and this prayer. This is what it says, Ozi. My strength, 
My strength is a reference to Torah. As we see in the Gemara Zavachim, strength is only a reference to Torah. Oz. My strength is my Torah. When a person studies Torah in the way that we mentioned above, he creates Zimratia, the song of Hashem. Meaning what? When the person studies Torah in the way we mentioned, in the manner that we saw, he's able to draw down, the he's able to make Hashem pray and to draw down the Rachamim of God. As, and then what happens by Hili Yishua, then you have a salvation. This Torah is actually from the manuscripts of the, the Chavarim, the students of Rabbeinu. But it was not written in proper clarity. But afterwards, Rabbi Natan says, I heard directly from Rabbeinu's holy mouth the subject of what we're mentioning here with the tefillah of Hashem, that Hashem prays to Himself. This awesome, awesome chidush, something that we that we really never hear. Vehu. And this is it. So now Rabbi Natan is going to go and summarize what we explain in a better way. With Hashem exists this concept of simple mercy and great mercy. Behold, there's a parable. Let's explain this in the, by way of parable. When there's in a city two wealthy people, with one wealthy person, he has simple wealth. But there's another wealthy person who's much more, and he has enormous wealth. He's much more wealthy than the first one. His fortune is very, very vast. It's impossible to measure his wealth. And, for example, there's a person in the city that needs a great salvation. Costing a large sum of money. He needs a large sum of money to get him out of this darkness. But he's only able to come close to request a request from the from the not the greatest wealthy person in the city, but the, the first one that we mentioned, the one who's wealthy but not insanely wealthy. Because to the great wealthy person who can really come close to him. But this small wealthy person, even though the small wealthy person, the wealthy person, not to the greatest degree, wants to help this man get out of his darkness. He's not able to actually accept this man's request. Because it's impossible for him to fill the request of this man. Because his requests are much greater than his capability. Therefore, Rabbeinu tells us, the ultimate piece of advice, the advice of all advice, for this man who needs a salvation, he should do like this. Go, to the small wealthy person, that he's easily able to approach this person and to awaken mercy within him. This man should come to this wealthy person, the small wealthy person, and ask him, Behold, I need a great salvation. And I know that you desire actually to have compassion on me, but you don't have the capability to fill my requests. Therefore, I request from you, because behold, it's true indeed, you want to have mercy on me. And this should be the mercy that you should have on me. So now he gives him, he asks him this request. That you, the small wealthy person, should go to the great wealthy person and ask a on my behalf.
שימלא משאלותיו די שלפי אומן רקווייס, כי לעוצם השירותו הגדול הוא יכול למלאות משאלותיו בפרנאי וכפניים. Because of his great wealth, he's able to actually fill my request twice over. It's just that I'm not able to, great, to go to such a great man. Only you can. Have mercy on me. So that you should request on my behalf. That he should fill my request. And you, the small wealthy person, will be able to save me. Certainly from all the needs of my, com- and to complete all the needs of my salvation. The same is true with regard to us as if to say, that we are requesting by God's simple mercy, because we can only approach Hashem's simple mercy. That Hashem's simple mercy should arouse Hashem's ultimate mercy. So that now we should be able to accept Great mercy to save us from all the things that, and to complete all our needs. This is the aspect of what Hashem prays as the Chachamim say in the Gemara Barachot. Meaning what? It's in the Gemara over there. How do we know Hashem prays? As we saw over there in the Gemara, that Hashem prays in this regard, in this regard, etc., etc. We saw earlier. But what does it mean that Hashem prays? Meaning what? As if to say that the simple mercy of Hashem is actually requesting and praying to the great mercy of Hashem and trying to awaken the great mercy of Hashem. Because we only have strength to awaken simple mercy. Which is the plain mercy, plain simple mercy from Ze'er Anpin. But this, this mercy has limit. And because of the, the natural trait of this simple mercy, it's, for, it's impossible for this simple mercy to save us. We need something much greater. It's like you need $100,000 or or let's say $10,000 a month to provide whatever you need, for example. And Rachamim Shutim is only $5,000, but you need ten. So you're asking the Rachamim Shutim that it should awaken $10,000 from the Rachamim Dolim. Therefore, we are requesting, we need to request that the simple mercy that we are awakening with our prayers by Hashem, that this simple mercy should actually itself go and pray and awaken the greater mercy, that it should be drawn upon us with great um with a great multitude of mercy from there from the great mercy and then certainly we will have a complete salvation and this is the aspect of the prayer of Hashem. and understand this very well for these are very awesome and exalted matters Shamati says I also heard that this idea that we just explained is an explanation upon the verse El please God heal her because actually there's it's very odd why the word na in that phrase El there you have it twice why is it double language of na but now you understand this very well what was he saying? 
Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was saying, El Adam, Miriam should be healed, his sister should be healed. What was he saying? That Moshe Rabbeinu was requesting from Hashem Bar that Hashem himself pray as if to say to himself that he should heal her with the greater mercy. And now, how much sweeter than honey is the resolving of this verse? This is what it says, El Na. Please, O God. Meaning that Moshe Rabbeinu, upon him be peace, was praying before Hashem and asking Hashem, El Na, O God, please. Moshe petitioned and prayed to Hashem, You yourself, You yourself, pray to yourself. What should you pray to yourself? Heal her. Hanukana, meaning what we said above, meaning that Moshe Rabbeinu himself was praying to Moshe was praying to Hashem that Hashem himself requests from him oh, from himself that His greater mercy should be able to heal her. Now it's very precise and beautifully explained the double word of na. And the main idea of these words is what? That through the study of Torah, in the manner that we mentioned above, one merits Teshuvah. Because what's Teshuvah? To return something to its place. To return all those things, those words, those combinations of letters, which were pushed away because of our many sins to the place which they were banished. And because of this, the da'at, the intellect, our intellect was not settled. Because as we saw, as long as something is not in its place, the da'at is not there. Because through our many sins, we push away the portion of letters and combination that are within us that encompass all the worlds according to the root of our soul. We push them away and we ban them from their proper place. This is what we call the exile of the divine presence. Because we exile the divine presence, the intellect, that awareness, knowledge is not settled. Not in its proper state. Because we have no da'at, we can't have rachamim on someone who has no da'at. So you cannot awaken this rachamim. But a person needs to do teshuva to return da'at, to return those places, sparks back to its place. In order to attain da'at, the ikara teshuva are the Torah. Rabbeinu tells us the essence of teshuva comes to the Torah, which is poor in one place and rich in another. And he's able to bring close and to bind all those letters, those combinations, which were once pushed away from their place. And he's able to bring them all back to Hashem, to their place. And then that is settled. And now he merits awakened mercy. For the essence of mercy is dependent upon one thing, it's that. Knowledge, awareness, intellect. Because as we saw, anyone who does not have that, it's forbidden to have mercy on him. As it brought many different places in Rabbeinu's works. Lesson 21. Um, um, in Torah Nun Vav, in Kuf Tedzayin, and also in the second book, Torah Zayin, sections Aleph to Dal, Torah Zayin speaks a lot about this. Nimtza, we find in the Torah Zochin in Shuvah, that through Torah one merits Teshuvah, Minishlama Dat, and now Dat is complete. And then one merits to awaken the mercy of Hashem.
ועיקר רחמנות הוא שאנו מעוררים רחמים עצות יתברך שבאלו רחמים מעורר בעצמות הרחמים הגדולים. The essential mercy is like this, that we are awakening within Hashem's mercy, that that mercy should actually awaken the greater mercy. That we are not able to reach. Only God Himself can pray on this. That with the simple mercy that we are awakening, that through this mercy, through these, these, these compassions that He should have mercy on us and awaken His greater mercy upon us. Which is the greater mercy of the hidden ancient one. And now, <coughs> we will have a complete salvation, a certain salvation. And this is why it says in the verse, Ozi, my strength, and Ozi the Torah. Strength is a reference to the Torah, as we saw in the Gemara Zavachim. That through the Torah, through Oz, which is the Torah, one merits <coughs> Teshuvah and Da'at. Because once you return something to its place, then you have Da'at. As we saw above, that when something is done in its proper place, it doesn't have Da'at. And now once you have Da'at, you're able to awaken the Rachamim of Hashem. Until literally that Hashem prays to Himself that He should have mercy on us. And this is what it says, Vezimrat Ya. And the song of God, Zimrat Yud Ya. Uh, the song of Hashem specific meaning meaning what? When Hashem prays Himself. As then what happens? Then it says, and it will be a salvation for me. says, certainly, when Hashem prays to Himself, that the greater Rachamim should be awakened, it's certain salvation. Because through the song of Hashem, which is the prayer of Hashem, that a person is praying with great simple mercy, that he should that a person is praying that Hashem should that the simple mercy should awaken his greater mercy as it's certain that he should receive a complete salvation. Because God's great mercy is never ceasing. It never stops. And when Hashem has mercy on us with these great mercies and compassions, it's certain that no sin or transgression or blemish should obstruct or should block this mercy from reaching us. And it's certain that we should have a complete salvation. Amen. Amen. This most amazing Torah we just finished. May we truly awaken the greater mercy of Hashem when we reach the simple mercy of Hashem that Hashem should pray to Himself that He should awaken His greater mercy so that we have complete salvation through the study of the Holy Torah and the manner of Ibur, Yenika, and Mochin Bezrat Hashem to do true Teshuvah Bezrat Hashem.